Crypto Russian podcast. Для меня это все непонятно. And he said, well, the plumber's coming in the morning. Today, we'll be talking about superstitions. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Russian pod. I'm Lisan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Abraham. Russians are extremely superstitious. Um, there were superstitions on you know, every minute of your life pretty much. One of my favorites is a superstition that you can't enter a new home or a new apartment uh, yourself because you are going to die. Like whoever enters the apartment first will die. So what you need to do is to either let an old person enter apartment first because you know they're oh, older. Nobody likes old people. <laughs> they're older and they're likely to die they're first. Closer to death, yes. <laughs> or let a cat in first. So wait a minute. You're telling me that Russians might actually be immortal if it weren't <laughs> for old people being pushed into buildings? In new buildings. New in new buildings. houses. Yes, yes, yes. I think so. Yeah. Okay, I have I have so many questions here. If you build an apartment complex, do you just need one old person to walk into the building, or do you need them to go into every? You need a new old person to go into every single room. You need a new person to go. Oh my god! Has there been instances like somebody gets a new apartment, they invite their older parent or another uh -huh. family member to help them out? I yeah, think that's what people do. Yeah. Are you tricking people into this? <laughs> or or the old person knows well. <laughs> you're young. I've lived my life. I I have not personally experienced that. I've only experienced people getting a cat to pass the threshold into the apartment first. Mm -hmm. And they, they do it because, well, first of all, cat is going to die first, you know, out of the family. Well, nine lives. <laughs> and cats apparently, according to Russians, have this sense of energy. And they will go into corners of the house that have negative energy in them and will basically cancel out the negative energy. So, uh, one of my aunt and uncles bought an apartment and no one had a cat. So just grabbed a homeless cat. <laughs> a homeless cat? And shoved it into your house. And shoved into it a brand new house. And then you just throw the cat out. It's like, get out. Yeah, and so everyone was just standing there watching how the cat is going to react to the place and how much negative energy there is in that apartment. Mm -hmm. I was small, but I was wondering what is going to happen if cat is like, no, this is... Like going crazy, like it's back curling up. And yeah, exactly. Like, that's it. You're going to not live there or what happens. But yeah, this this cat, poor poor little cat, like, had to, you know, sit in that apartment. And then they're like, okay, we're safe to go in. And then Do they, they at least feed him, give him a treat or something? That I don't remember. I just remember getting a random cat from the street. Another one that's my favorite is you can sit on the corner of the table because you're never gonna get married. So every time that I would sit down, and especially when it's like a family gathering, there's not a whole lot of space. So you sit down and you are kind of on a corner, but not really. My mom would come and like move me just like an inch or two to be like, okay, now you are not on the corner. Very worried about me not getting married. Now basically what it sounded like to me is you just can't straddle where, you know, like the head of the table and the side of the table meet. But if yes. you're just, even if you're, right leg is like hanging off the edge of the table 
If you don't make that like attempt to round the corner, it sounds like you're safe. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. But if your body is like a little bit tilted towards the corner, and, you know, the edge of the table, either your aunt or your mom will call out and be like, can you move a little bit? Otherwise, you're not going to get married. When I was reading on this one, it sounded like there's an alternate version where it's only seven years. It's seven years of, um, I don't even know, it's not bad luck. It's just seven years of not getting married. Oh, okay. And so if cool. you're young, you know, seven to 12, it's fine. You know. I remember being told that from very early age. Maybe my parents were hoping that I'm going to get married by like 12. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? What are some other things that you guys read about? Well, I found a little interesting uh, superstition that also kind of interwines with Russian history. And it's uh, uh, putting empty bottles on the floor. I read out that uh, in Russia it's bad luck to put an empty bottle on a table. You have to put it on the floor. Mm-hmm. And actually that tradition dates back to the early 1800s when Napoleon first invaded France and then he was forced to retreat. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the Cossack, which is pretty much Russian peasants, right? They usually are warriors from Ukraine, I thought. Well, this tradition uh, dates back to when the Cossacks drove Napoleon back to France in 1814. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know how we talked about how the word bistro is actually Russian for hurry up, you know, yeah. and that adapts. So there was a lot of uh, cultural interchanges between the French, Western Europeans, and Russians. And so one of the things that the Cossack soldiers realized that in Paris restaurants, they charge you by empty bottle on the table. So the waiter goes around, sees how many empty bottles there are on the table, and they charge you like that. And able to get away with it and not pay as you know uh, uh, as much as they would have, they would put the empty bottles under the table. Not just on the floor, but they would hide them under the tables, you know? Wow. And um, this tradition was brought back when the Russian soldiers returned back to Russia in the 1815s and 16s. They brought this tradition with them. Thinking they'd save money? <laughs> Thinking they'd save money, but also because... Well, uh, at that time, Russia pretty much defeated Napoleon's army. It was thought of as something of good luck, you know. Mm -hmm. Anything that they brought with them because they were victorious Mm -hmm. was something to replicate, you know, to keep the good luck going. And uh, so that was a pretty interesting... I had no idea that that's where it came from. Mm -hmm. Uh, To this day, though, even if you were, like, in a club and you have a VIP table, if, if you finish a bottle of vodka, which is, you know, bottle service is a thing, like, anywhere you go in Russia, you have to put it under the table and you do it at home you do it in a bar you do it in a club and i think personally that they do it because they don't want to see how much they drink because imagine <laughs> you're sitting around the table and then you think oh there's five of us and eight bottles of vodka on the table that are empty maybe you will think maybe i should go to sleep right but like if they're under the table You'll keep partying, yeah. but then out of just, sight, out it of just mind. disappears. Yeah, it's like, I don't feel drunk. <laughs> you have no idea, like how many bottles you went through. Well, I, I was also thinking about it. I mean, if you think about it, it's it also it, in a way it makes sense because if a bottle has no liquid in it and you put it on top of the table, you hit the table, it could easily fall over and spill. Oh, that's true. You know, or if it has a little bit, it, it makes a lot of sense. Not just to put it on the floor, but under the table because yeah. no one's really gonna go under the table. Well, people fall under the table eventually. I mean, yeah, when you're drunk, <laughs> and then you realize how much alcohol you've had. Yeah, there are actually, I mean, there are quite a bit of traditions around alcohol. So before you go on a trip, they call it napsashok, which means that, like, for a good luck or for a good trip, you would take a shot of something. And um, I remember when my friend's parents came to visit, they were leaving, and it was probably 6 a.m., when they had to be packed and were on the way to the airport. So we came 
to her apartment say goodbye and they say okay in the pasashok and so they made us drink a shot of cognac all of us had to drink a shot of cognac because it's just a russian tradition before you go on a long trip at 6 a.m we were kind of wasted i mean you're hungry and at 6 a.m you have a shot of cognac right. you're gonna be drunk um and another part of that tradition before you go on the trip is to sit down and you have to be silent for you know i think a minute and i <laughs> i think that tradition is smart because you can calm down and think about whether you packed everything maybe you forgot something so i agree with that i don't agree with taking a shot before you go especially depending on the time of the day right. and the distance you're going but yeah that's that's another tradition that is uh tied in with alcohol i have another one that was i guess because i do consider myself a bit ocd so i would totally pay attention to this too <laughs> it's the receiving odd or even number of flowers if it's a festive occasion it has to be odd odd yeah. number of flowers and if it's something like a funeral well, anything you know like a funeral can't get any sadder than that it's supposed to be even yeah and if you give someone like for mother you know for mother or what do you call it women's day yeah. uh, women's day, women's day. Of march yeah if you give them a it's uh, coming up boys even number of flowers like that's considered like bad luck like yeah bad it's luck. bad luck and especially if you're gonna give two is especially a bad number i think because it's just easier to count but two is a very bad number uh, anything even will be considered very bad luck or even an insult and nothing yellow like yellow uh, flowers are supposed to be representing sorrow sadness are yellow flowers used in funerals yeah that's yeah. the only appropriate time to use them I think so I just yeah. imagine you know a very Russian way like a man giving or foreigner giving a woman flowers and it's like six lady picks and just drops one be like totally russian way to do it yeah well actually kind of be like i'm not even going to explain to you <laughs> i'm just going to drop one flower and just don't pretend it didn't happen it happened to one of my friends um basically what happened was his mom received an even number of flowers from a friend of his and she was very upset because it was even number and she thought maybe there are ill wishes behind this like present. purposely Purpose. yes yes so they have to take one flower away from this bouquet and put it in a separate room and then leave the odd number in her room so that she doesn't think that something will happen to her because of the even number of flowers wow so if you want to be really shady to someone in russia you can give them, like <laughs> two flowers yes <laughs> it will hate you forever for wow. Sure. Mm -hmm. wow that's a big one that's a really big one i mean a girl will be very upset if you give her even flower number i mean if you get her like 30 maybe she won't go through them and count but if it's anything that something tells her they would be like how much do you love me one two three <laughs> i have one that's about people showing up if you drop a fork or a spoon on the ground you should expect a female guest however if you drop a knife on the ground you should expect a male guest and if it's a spoon it's a child oh it's child for spoons okay. yeah child female or just child of any child so if you drop a you should expect a, a baby or a child visitor? Oh, that's a good question. A child visitor. Oh, okay. Do children no. <laughs> come just by themselves a lot? In Russia, yeah. yeah. Okay. Really? Just... Russian children are quite independent. Oh, wow. Good for them. And it also says that if you eat from a knife, uh, you'll be considered angry like a dog. It will say cut a cheese and uh -huh. stick it to the knife and just kind of like... Yeah. So it'd be like, that person's angry. You'll get your hot anger. Wow. Oh, oh, you'll get anger, not that you're already angry. Yeah. Oh. My mom always told me, don't eat from the knife, don't eat from the knife. But I don't actually never knew what it meant. 
Maybe I don't think I wanted to know because like you're so overwhelmed by the other 1,000 su superstitions. Yeah, we're only on like number six so far. We have another hour and a half of superstitions here. <laughs> oh man. It says here also that if uh, you watch a cat washing its face, you should expect a guest of any type. And if a cat that's washing its face is dropping a fork, <laughs> that is... You're having a party. Having a party. Yes. I mean, I do this to this day. If I drop a spoon, I'll be like, oh, a child is coming. I have one that I thought was pretty cute. Mothers typically do not show their baby to anyone except the boys, the midwife, and other close relatives for 48 hours after the baby is born. Uh, I know that you are not supposed to show your baby or the picture of the baby for three months. That's why you would see uh, if your friend in Russia has baby, uh, they post pictures on Instagram, but they would put something over their face, like a circle, uh, maybe like a sticker of some sort. You wouldn't see their face. It's bad luck, yeah. So it's oh, like when someone sends nudes here and they put something over their face? <laughs> I suppose it's the same. What with babies? With babies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, a, that's a good one. I yeah. think those pictures are called babes instead of nudes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I mean, in the Hispanic culture, it's like you're not supposed to take the baby out for like six weeks. Like you're, the mom's supposed to stay with the baby at, at, home? at home. We have the same, but I think it's because in Russia it's like minus 40 degrees outside. You probably shouldn't. Bring a yeah, for bar. us it's like it could get sick, but also, um, also if you see a really cute baby and you want to pinch its cheeks or touch it, it's recommended that you do it because, or else, you give the baby a bad aura if you wanted to touch it. <laughs> if you wanted if to it, touch it, yeah, but you didn't, but you didn't, you give the baby a bad aura and the baby what? could get sick. What? So a lot of like Hispanic mothers are like, oh my baby's cute, oh come and pinch its cheeks or something, even if it's a stranger. Like you're like, oh yeah, like touch it. So you know, it kind of like it doesn't so have a bad. Does everyone have like a skin disease? I mean, after everyone has touched them. <laughs> well, yeah, I I thought I always thought that one was pretty weird. Yeah, it is weird. We have something similar to that superstition, where if you see a cute baby and you tell the mother, oh my god, baby is so beautiful, she will be angry at you because you are not supposed to give compliments because you're gonna jinx the baby. Mm. So, if you are giving a compliment, the mother will do so spit three times uh, on your shoulder and then knock on something wooden three times. Otherwise, you will jinx the baby and the baby will get sick. Wow. Yeah. So, can I say your baby is ugly? I don't know about that. I think that mother will get angry either way. That's why yeah. it's not like yeah, right. We're now going to try and test Lasan's knowledge of her own superstitions. Yay. Abe and myself are going to go one by one. Uh, back and forth and try and stump Lasan and every time she can't explain your superstition you get one point Let's hear what you got Abe. Good luck start. guys. Like students on a test day or a, you know any kind of career veterinaries It's bad luck to First of all there are many. Oh boy <laughs> uh, Don't play with your hat. If you play with your hat it will your head will hurt second um, Some people say that you put a book in a freezer. <laughs> Any book or the book you're <laughs> the studying? The book you're studying. That can't help. Put it outside. You can sleep with the book under your pillow. That helps. Chew gum. During the test. Yeah, during a test. Or eat chocolate. What about make your bed? You're not allowed to make your bed. Oh, that's right. And uh, wear anything new. You can't wear anything new. Or cut testing. your fingernails. I didn't hear that one. I, I think I deserve half a point because she I forgot so. about the make your bed so. one. Because yeah. I never make my bed in the morning. <laughs> are you, you eating all of your tests? I wish. <laughs> Alright, what happens if your cheeks or ears are hot? 
someone is talking about you if your ears are hot that means someone's talking shit about you if your cheeks are hot someone is just talking about you zero points for me yeah what are you supposed to do when you step on somebody else's foot or somebody steps on your foot uh you're supposed to step on their foot and what would happen in school because children step on each other a lot of course because they're not coordinated some would step on my foot and then would step on them they were like no i'm gonna step on your foot so you have like bazillion children outside who are just stepping on each other's foot because you have to be the last one to step on that foot if your nose itches what happens you're gonna be drinking mm -hmm. if you forgot something at home you have to come back and look at the mirror otherwise it's gonna be bad luck or think about whether you really want it because it's bad luck to come back especially if you go on a long trip it's really bad to come back and not look at the mirror it's really creepy by the way you come back, because I, I had to do it once, I forgot something, so I came back, the house was empty, and then I had to stand in front of the mirror and stare at myself, and only then I can go back to the car. Alright, what if your right eye itches, and then alternately, what if your left eye itches? Uh, left eye, I think, is for money. No? What is it? Sad. Sad? Mm -hmm. If your eyes itching, that means you are sad? Or you're gonna be You'll sad. be sad. And the right eye says you're going to be happy soon, and if your left eye itches, you're gonna be sad soon. Okay. Point Ryan. So it's one to point five. Mm -hmm. right. well, what happens if, uh, if, if a bird lands on your windowsill? Money? No, I get a point. You're supposed to chase it away. And if, they, <laughs> if, if they tap on the window or fly into it, open or close, it is considered a very bad omen, often death. When I was in Russia, a bird landed on the mm. windowsill right next to me. And we thought it was no one, cute. No one said anything to me. I'm, I could be doomed right now. <laughs> you will die eventually, right? <laughs> okay, if you have the hiccups, what does that mean? Someone is thinking about you. So what you should do is to keep naming people that you know. And once the hiccups stop on you know the next name that you say, that means that that is the person who's thinking about you. Based on that, by the way, in high school... I would have hiccups and then I would keep calling names and then I would say like a name of a guy that I liked and I would stop hiccuping and I was like, oh, that's it. Mm -hmm. He likes me. That's cute. It's gonna happen. I would just say the guy that I liked over and over again. I until did that. I did that. <laughs> what happens if a chicken crows at you three times before noon? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's so weird how people would count this, but it's the death of a close family member can be expected within a fortnight and it's recommended that the chicken should be killed but not eaten as consuming it will bring about further misfortune. That's 2.5 to 1. <laughs> wow. Wait a second. You know, there are so many superstitions in Russian culture that are about dying or your family member dying. I mean, you were constantly in fear because before you even went to work, like a chicken yelled at you three times, a bird like landed on your window seal, God forbid it like flew into your house. Um, your left eye itches. Your left eye itches. You're going to be sad, dying, and your relatives are also going to be dying. Uh, what happens if you find a bay leaf in your soup? Bay leaf? Mm hmm I don't know. You get mail from someone soon. <laughs> no, it's very mundane things. Okay, well, well what, what sh uh, when giving an animal as a gift, what, sh what should you also attach to it? Animal? Like a cat or a dog or a bird. I don't know. Uh, it, uh, the receiver should give the giver a symbolic sum of money, for example, one Russian ruble. So if I mm -hmm. were to give you a dog, you should give me one Russian ruble. Okay. 
Three and a half to two. Three and a half. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm on fire, and I'm not even from Russia. What do you do if you have an undershirt on inside out? So you have to take it off and step on it. Otherwise, if you don't do it, otherwise your parent will beat you. That's a, that's a great superstition we have. Correct. A woman with empty water buckets coming towards you is considered? Bad luck. Yeah. And that's why when you go, and I think we did that too, when I would be living in the village, would take two buckets to go to get water, and we would put something in them so they're not empty. Even if it's like a, uh, a stone. If a Russian couple is planning on getting married, and they set a date, but end up not getting married on that date, what mm -hmm. should this couple do? Not get married. And furthermore? Not date anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really, really bad luck if the date that you set doesn't work out. Should you cut a bread with a knife or with your hands? With your hands. No, it says with a knife. With your hands is considered bad luck. You're supposed to break the bread with the person you just met, and that's like for your friendship. Um, and that's breaking the bread. But What it's saying is like, when you have bread on the table, mm -hmm. do you break the bread uh, with your hands see, or do you see. knife it? Knife it, sorry. He gets a point. Or half, to make it three. Oh, hey. No, four. Four, oh, nice. Yeah. I'm on fire. What would you do to have a ghost take possession of something in the house? If ghosts took possession? Mm-hmm. Uh, we usually would put out a plate of milk or like some food so that the ghost will eat it and return the possession. Mm. Yeah? Yeah. Damn right. It's called the Mavoy. It's basically like a little creature that's supposed to live in your house and usually they live under a broom. So you're supposed to take your broom from your old house to your new house to make sure that this home ghost comes with you. Huh. And of course, don't forget to let the random cat in first. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What happens if um, one or more birds certificate on your property or car? Oh, it's, uh, it's like good luck. It's supposed to bring you money. Yeah. Um, if if the bird shits on you as well, like on your clothes, that's really? good luck as well. Yeah. Oh, I've been shit on by a lot of birds. <laughs> a lot of birds? Yeah. If you show up late to a party, what must you do as penalty? Drink a shot of vodka, probably. Yeah. If someone sneezes while they're telling a story, it means... Oh, it means it's true. Wow. Guys... The real person on fire is the sun. What happens if it rains on your wedding day? Good luck. Or wealthy. I think all of the superstitions are either for wealth Luck, bad luck, death. It's four things that are coming your way. When refilling a glass, should the glass be on the table or in the air? On the table. Yeah. What should you do if you're in between two people with the same name? You should make a wish. And you know, we used to do that all the time. If we had two people in the class who had the same name, we would take turns sitting in between them and making wishes. I don't know if any of them can. What would happen if you made a toast with an empty glass? That's bad luck. You're not supposed to do that. And you, you know to. what the punishment would be? For you to actually drink a shot of vodka. Yeah, here it says you have to finish off the bottle of whatever you're drinking. Oh, okay. Damn. I don't know how to explain this one, but when talking about future success... You're supposed to, like, spit three times and knock on wood not to jinx yourself. Yeah, it also says it's it's... It's bad luck to talk about like future success yeah. when it hasn't happened yet. It's mm -hmm. better if you hold it, keep it to yourself, or if you sound pessimistic about it. Which is why maybe Russians are very pessimistic out yeah. outlook. Yeah, that's true.
if someone is not recognized when they are seen or heard, for instance, if you called them and weren't able to recognize their voice, what does that mean for the caller, for the person who... They're going to be wealthy. Damn, I really thought I might add you on that one. <laughs> yeah, I'm running out of the... If someone was talking about you before you enter the room, what happens to you? What happens to the person who's being talked about? Mm. Same, I think you're going to be rich. Yep. What happens if you give a watch to your boyfriend? You can't, you shouldn't give clocks or watches as gifts because they're counting down the time of their life. Yeah. They're basically going to die, of course. Or their relationship is ending. Oh yeah, it's like counting down the time of your time together. Anything else? I think uh, Abraham hands down won that one. Yeah, I, I think I did too. <laughs> Alright. Yay, Abraham! Now I'm going to test your knowledge of Russian superstitions. Okay. You remember, it has to do with either dying, <laughs> financial stability. What What is going to happen if you're going to kill a spider inside the house? Hmm. Do you want to... Here's a question. Do you want to team up on these superstitions? <laughs> yeah, I think we should team up. If okay, you, so if you kill a spider in the house, uh -huh. you will be bit by a spider? I feel like it has to be some sort of bad omen. You'll be run over by a car. Some, some giant hand's going to step on you. <laughs> I think... You'll be bitten by bugs. It's gonna rain. Oh, oh. well, that was clear. Probably not. <laughs> How did you not put this together? <laughs> Wait, so we can we can cure all of the dragon. Let's try killing spiders. Killing spiders. <laughs> it's because all the vegans are letting spiders out of the house instead of killing them. That's yeah, the problem. Seriously, I kill all the spiders I see. I'm doing my part. <laughs> if you give give a wallet as a gift, put some money in it. Yeah. Yes. That's a bit of American superstition. Yeah, oh, it is? Yeah. Latino oh, Mexican okay. Too, yeah. Really? I didn't know that one. Yeah, no, mm -hmm. Universal. What are you not allowed to do with umbrellas inside the house? Open them? Yes. Yeah, that's an American thing, too. Mm -hmm. Oh, it is? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. If a black cat crosses your path... Kill it. What do you... Oh, okay. <laughs> and I'm just bad luck. Yeah, but how can you prevent bad they luck? Have a, they have a prevention for this. I can't do it because I already know the answer to this, so it's oh. all on you. There are two ways. It's quite obvious if you think about it, but it's again, it's not. You walk quite. backwards. No. Mm. You chase a cat away. No. Because <laughs> think about how many times you cross it if you chase it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> you take it up as a pet. That's a good actually. That's not a bad answer. I like that yeah, one a lot. You keep that one as a pet. <laughs> no. Something. It can't harm you if you're friends with it, right? Yeah. Right. Feed it. It'll like you. <laughs> you're supposed to hold on to the button, to a button on you, oh. on your friend. It did happen to me where. It was three of us and a cat crossed the road and only one person had buttons and we all held them to her. Mm. Or you just stand there and wait for someone else to cross the path. So unknowingly and give themselves bad luck. So in the middle of the field, just wait for it. <laughs> wait all day <laughs> for somebody else. And then one time we saw a cat cross and there was no one else coming. So like we went a different way. Does we this count went backwards. if you run over a black cat? Uh, no, not. I'm, one one I'm time late at night, I was driving and the cat just lunged itself into my car. Mm -hmm. You killed the cat? I didn't kill it. I was on the road driving, <laughs> and the cat just jumped. Did the cat die? I guess. Let me rephrase that question. I never. Oh. I, I I felt something bumpy. <laughs> bumpy. <laughs> I felt oh, terrible, man. but it was a black cat, and I, I I wasn't looking to kill it. It killed itself. Mm -hmm. When should you take the trash out? At night. Never at night. Really? Wow. Literally, the only answer you could have done was wrong. <laughs> taking trash out at night means taking secrets out of your house. That means you you will cause like rumors. Mm. It's like I think there's an American expression like drying out your dirty laundry. Mm -hmm. It's kind of similar to that. Don't take your trash out at night 
you because people would suspect rumors. something. Yeah. Yeah. But everyone, I would say everyone here in America does it at night. Yeah. Mainly because. Yeah, I think so. Or trash passes during the early morning, and you don't want to get up. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Here's some superstitions about sweeping. Oh boy. <laughs> Who knew you could have more than one? <laughs> You already started with the thing that lives under the broom. Now we're going to real superstitions. <laughs> so when you're baking bread... With a broom? <laughs> if you're baking bread in the house, when are you supposed to sweep? After the bread is done? Yes. Mm, because otherwise it's disrespectful to the bread. <laughs> to the bread? Wow, bread has feelings too. <laughs> Why not while it's in the oven so it doesn't have to see it? <laughs> it's just disrespectful to the bread. <laughs> disrespectful. What a good use of words. <laughs> After a guest leaves the house. You're not supposed to sweep. Why? Because the... Well, I think because it's mean to the guest. As if, like, you want to get all remnants of them out of your house. What do you think? You're not supposed to sweep after a guest leaves? Why? Right after, yeah. You have to wait, like, an hour. Uh, because you're giving them bad luck? So both. Yeah, it's sort of like you are um, removing their energy by and by doing that, you're harming them. Team point. Good job. <laughs> um, how are you supposed to sweep the room? Door to the window or window to the door? Like Win entrance to... Window to the door. That's what I go to. Yeah. You're only supposed to sweep window to the door. I'm sorry, door to the window if someone died. In the case, if they didn't die, you do it window to the door. When you say someone died, you mean like someone in that room died or just in, in your general? family, yeah. Okay. Uh, I got yelled at for that. I for was sweeping door to window. Yes. My mom was like, you're only supposed to do it if someone died, no one died, now someone is going to die because you're doing this. Wow, that's a lot of attention for sweeping. <laughs> I don't know how people live because I obviously haven't followed a lot of those. I still remember them. But I'm thinking, you have to not only think, all right, wh what should I do today? Like a to-do list, but also, oh no, I need to move trash taking to the early morning and then... You know, God forbid I run into a chicken early in the morning when I take the trash out and she like yells at me three times and someone is going to die. And then I have to make sure to wash the house this way, but not when I'm doing made baking bread. Yeah. So I need to move the bread baking session. <laughs> Sounds like an OCD's person's It really does. Wow. <laughs> it really does. I would just not leave my house. Charlie Day over here switching the lights on four, and on, four times on, four times off. It was a die every night. So listening how many times a chicken crows at you. <laughs> what? Wait, was that two and a half? Or was that third one to me or was it to someone else? <laughs> um, another thing I was yelled at and my brother was yelled at many times is wearing just one shoe. So we weren't like wearing it to outside, but as we were getting dressed, we put one shoe on and then we walk around looking for it. Are you supposed shoe. to slip into them both at the same time? Oh, almost at the same time. But if you walk around... With only one shoe, what does that mean? What will fortune bring to you? What's one injury? That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, you're somehow gonna hurt like your leg or yeah, or health. Yeah, you know, how close? Bad are health. You? One of your parents will die. <gasps> so nothing major. Nothing <laughs> oh. too bad. I can see why your mom was really strict about that. One. <laughs> like, do you want me to die? <laughs> uh, talking about dying, there are a couple of. I don't know. Actually, I was curious to know if Americans do it. So, um, when someone dies and you have their body in the house, um, like awake, or um, they just died, like yeah, you have to cover all of the mirrors, you have to stop all the clocks, 
and you have to remove TV from the room where the dead person is. And the TV one, I would assume, is just out of respect. Yeah, I mean, what if the football game's on? You don't want to have to turn that on in the same room. Oh, oh, so, but it doesn't say don't watch TV in that room. It just, just says remove not it. to have a TV in that room on or off. Well, a TV is reflective. Much like a mirror. Oh, yeah. okay. The mirror one makes kind of sense because there's a lot of superstitions with mirrors. Like, you're not supposed to break a mirror. Yeah. Right here, you're not... Do you guys have the ladder? You can't go under a ladder in between. Like, yeah. We have that one, too. So, I'm going to combine two superstitions. If there was a dead person in your house and you went on a long journey, or let's <laughs> say you just went on a journey and you forgot something, you wouldn't be able to return at all. Oh. Because there's no mirrors to look into. Incredible. <laughs> a little too much. <laughs> I think I'm prepared. We're, I'm preparing myself to go to Russia. <laughs> <laughs> On the 40th day of death, um, you set a place for your loved one at the table. Oh, after the 40th day after they passed away. Yeah, like on the 40th uh, day. Oh, I, I, think... th I thought you had 40 days of death. I yeah. Like, That's a lot of death happening. <laughs> no, I meant 40 days after <laughs> someone died. So you're supposed to have a dinner like in memory. And I think that's the that's the day when the soul like leaves the earth, and is 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 that more like with Christianity or just like I think it's just a Russian thing. I'm not sure. I just know that uh, we do it, mm. and you put a shot of vodka with a piece of black bread on top. Do you know why? Because, um, well, black always means bad yeah, or death. Means death. Yeah. And in the middle of vodka, so no death could come to the family again. It's just a reversal of Russian tradition where if you meet someone for friendship, you break the bread. And it's supposed to be white. Uh, I don't know. Well, I, think it's supposed to be, I think it's just how you break bread with a friend. Uh, yeah. like your you know how you... Community. Have you ever seen when someone arrives, like a delegation arrives to Russia, and they're like dressed up in Russian clothes, women greeting them with bread? And you're supposed to break a piece of bread, dip it in salt and eat it? No, but it's that sounds delicious. Yeah, it would be much better than getting laid at, yeah. in Hawaii, if you're honest. Laid? Oh, uh, uh, the oh. On top. I thought you meant like, <laughs> you get off the plane and they have sex with you immediately. It's like, let's book a flight to Hawaii. No, you don't know how much I like bread. It's way better than sex. <laughs> now, is it flat bread or... No, it's not flat. It's, it's fluffy. It's fluffy bread, yeah. Okay. So it's sort of a reversal of that tradition of meeting someone and now you're saying goodbye to them. Oh, that's yeah. kind of nice. And yeah. what do you do with the bread and the alcohol when you're done with this? Throw it away. Do you mm. take... Oh, so you, no one takes a shot of the, the vodka with the bread? No, because it's for the deceased. And do you have your own shot of vodka and bread for you? Yeah. Okay. Oh, not bread, but shot Just of vodka. Just the vodka. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, don't waste the bread. <laughs> that's for the dead people. And, and now the worst one, I think, to me, because... Uh, my classmate died, and we had to go to the wake. And before we left, we were told, you have to touch his shoe, otherwise he will haunt you. And so apart from, you know, just the terrible experience of experiencing death of someone, you know, in your class, and yeah. having to be there, see, you know, like all of his family grieving, and he's dead in a coffin, then you have to touch him. You have to. Otherwise, he will haunt you. Whoa. That's like a lose-lose situation. Also, if, you'd, if it's a loved one, and you're sad to see them let go, I could imagine someone being like, I'm not going to touch that person. I want them to stick with me forever. Oh. But is it a bad haunting, or more like that person just follows you? 
you know, I didn't specify because I was way too terrified, but honestly, I think that the combination of like being there and then having to touch him, I was unable to sleep for days. Wow. That so was very terrifying. Imagine Apologies. you were haunted, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was very scary. But that's that's another thing that you're supposed to do. I think the worst part of it is just being forced to do it. You know, like if it's... Yes. Yeah, so, yeah. so I, I imagine so people are awake as they pass by to s the body. Everyone just touching him. Yeah. Just yeah. kind of like the shoe, right? Just, yeah, yeah. Just a little might seem bit. a little odd to some people. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're done with... With this little game, which I this. won, <laughs> by the way. I have a couple more that I, I don't think that you can really guess, but whenever um, you have to sew something on yourself, you... Well, first of all, you're not supposed to sew anything on yourself. But if you really have to, you can't speak. Otherwise, you will sew your mouth shut. I don't know what that means. But my mom, whenever she will be sitting there and she will, like, have to sew something on herself... If you have like an urgent question, she'll be like, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> and only after she sews it up, she can talk to you again. And then in some um, superstitions, in some families, they hold a thread in their mouth. Needle or thread? Th uh, thread. Separate thread from what you're sewing with. I guess to help you keep your mouth shut. I also always thought that it's like a weird thing, but you cannot talk. And then I have one last one, which... I think that I've experienced it like a million times in my life where you can um, you can't go on different sides of a pole with your friend because that would mean that you're gonna either fight with each other or your friendship will end. I, I read a similar one where, but they used to treat, but I guess it's any object, right? If you're walking oh, yeah. with someone together, you can't split up. Both of you guys have to take mm -hmm. the same route around any object. Yeah, and so many times we would have to kind of think about like, Maybe it's not a very long pole, but it only reaches your waist. We would pass it and then be like, wait, I think that counts. And we'll have to go back and make sure we cross on one side. <laughs> I've heard this one for couples in America, but I've only heard it in the sense that if you're holding hands and you have to break hands in order to cross a pole, it's bad luck. Mm. So if you're with your couple, your, your partner, and you're not holding hands, you can split poles all day long. <laughs> the second you let go of someone's All hand in order to split a pole, you've caused yourself bad luck. Mm. Mm. Didn't hear that. I am honestly really happy that I don't have to follow all of the superstitions anymore. I would have a nervous breakdown. Uh -huh. I was a very superstitious and religious kid. Me too. Yeah. Uh, one weird one that I, from all this talk that I remember, um, the one weird one that I learned in middle school was if you are near train, train tracks and a train passes by, if you climb up any fence near that train track, you pretty much forfeit a year of your life. Huh? <laughs> yeah. So imagine a suicidal middle schooler just holding on to your life <laughs> while the train passes. Where did you hear this one at? So my middle school was right next to train tracks. Okay. And it's, it's, and man, kids would just fuck up that train track. They'd put like supermarket carts when the trains would pass <gasps> and you know like what? pennies and yeah. just it was like a disaster supermarket cards yeah not. just you know just to see have you ever derailed a train uh, i mean they, uh, no one ever derailed a train but the train did have to stop oh. like it, it happened a couple of times so they for put, a cart for a cart like a supermarket cart huh. a lot of uh, my my fellow classmates would put like supermarket cards or just a bunch of stuff on it to try to block it just to see it get run over and, you know 
Let's you were see. told as a child if you put a, a nickel on a train track, it would derail it. Really? A and nickel? you used to do that and put a nickel, and it 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 just stays there. But you're and then you're supposed to pick it up, and it's hot. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know what that would mean, but uh, one one of the things. So they built this huge fence where the, it was a PE field. It was huge, and so a lot of students would just like if a train was about to pass by and you were like on the fence trying to ditch or something, <laughs> you're supposed to get off of it. Just let go. Let go and wait until the train passes you and then climb the fence again. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Have we talked about whistling inside? Mm-mm. But I did re-up on it. It's bad luck. You're not supposed it's, uh, to. It means you're going to be poor oh. if you whistle inside. And so whenever our mom would yell at us for whistling, trying to whistle inside, we would be like, we don't have any money anyway. She was like, well, that's why, because you whistle. That's cute. <laughs> so... Another one that I actually just remembered is if you're sitting at the table and you move your legs, mm-hmm. like, how do you just shake? Like Fidget. nervous habit. They're saying that the demon will come and eat your legs. Oh my god. It's very subtle. <laughs> it's very subtle. I feel like if an American parent did half of these superstitions to their child, child protective services would come and take them away. <laughs> Mom says my legs are going to be eaten by demons and she can't talk to me when she sews. <laughs> and I was wearing one shoe and now my parent is dead apparently because of that. <laughs> and there's a house ghost that's living mm-hmm. under a broom, mm-hmm. which I can't use when the bread is being baked. Oh my god. <laughs> and honestly, I think those are the most popular ones that you do experience quite often, but there are a lot more. There are a lot more. Oh my god. So anyway, read up on that before you come visit Russia. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, some of them are not just faux pas, like Abraham's uh, flowers. That's, I mean, that's like almost contempt if you bring someone the wrong number of flowers. Yeah. They think you were trying to As a them. gift. <laughs> <laughs> Only in Russia would you give someone a gift and they take it in a bad way, just because it has e- even. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you bring even a number of flowers, a wallet without money, a clock, <laughs> and an animal... <laughs> That's it. You're done. Uh, so never bring those gifts to anyone in Russia. <laughs> <sighs> it's like a minefield out there. Really? It's like life in Russia is not hard enough. You also have to navigate this complex, you know, maze. Of traditions and superstitions. Exactly. I want to hear everyone's breakdown for what they think the purpose of these superstitions are. Whether you think you're right or not. I feel because Russian history as it's it's good and about just like with anything in history but they've had some pretty bad you know invasions and their own repressive government i feel like it's a, w- a way to manage the things you can't control that are out of your control it's trying okay. to give you control over certain aspects of your life as with, with any superstitions um I, the one that definitely stood out to me is uh, i mean it's never okay to brag anywhere, even here in America, you know, like, but it is more accepted to think positively about the future, and, you know, we do have sayings like, don't count your chickens before they hatch, Yeah, you know? yeah. But in Russia, it's encouraged to even be pessimistic. Mm-hmm. As opposed to here in America, if you're pessimistic, you're, you know, labeled Negative Nancy or yeah. Debbie Downer, yeah. which yeah. they're all female names. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Oh, yeah. But it, it, it's all you get like a bad aura, like bad energy, mm-hmm. as opposed to someone in Russia that's pessimistic. You know, and it, in a way, it's also like, hey, if you expect the worst, if, if you're just having a regular day, that's when. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's a, it's, it's, it has its bad, but it has its good too. Yeah, it's you like know? managing your expectations. expectations yeah. Mm-hmm. 
my day is going to be shitty. And then it's okay, and you're like, I only oh, got run over. <laughs> my foot got run over. <laughs> only one of my parents died today. Yeah. It's all good. Yeah. So definitely, I, I feel like, you know, that whole, like, really pessimistic, like, you know, serious Russian exterior that they put out. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it correlates with a lot of, you know, what they've had to go through. So, um, it's, it's, it's definitely interesting. What about you, Ryan? What do you think? For me, I feel like there are a lot of superstitions that go way back in Russian um, history, but then I think there have been little addendums added in from mothers and fathers who have been trying to corral their children, and they're just saying things like, "Don't walk around with one shoe," you know, "Don't don't walk around with no uh, socks on," things that are just like small rules that kids aren't going to follow. But if you put they feel they put this graveness, this importance to it, that it's going to cause them to hopefully listen this time. I agree with both of you. I think part of it is trying to, in a way, control your destiny or feel like you do have an impact on your future. And another part of it is terrifying your country into <laughs> submission um, and terrifying your children because um, I, I understand why, as a parent, you would try to make it really grave so mm -hmm. children don't do it but then at the same time your children grow up being fucked up in the head yeah being it's like it's kind of a lazy way because it's almost feeling like you can't explain something to a child because they don't have the capacity yeah yeah so you're like oh well someone's gonna die they understand death that'll be fine mm -hmm. but instead of being like no you're gonna get you're gonna get cold feet which could cause you to get a sickness which yeah. could cause you to get all of us sick which yeah. might make dad lose his job you know yeah. it's just like a mm. exactly and you know when when Russian parents and this is the case with me when they're like I can't believe you're afraid of darkness and it's like well you've been telling me the demon are gonna eat my feet on the table of course I'm gonna be afraid of darkness and other things obviously mm -hmm. and in a way you also if you do misbehave like you don't wear a shoe or something and then indeed something happens someone dies in your family then as a child you might think shit I was walking around without a shoe yesterday <laughs> and you put that on yourself and right. I I do think that even though superstitions are not uh, necessarily shape your identity I think they do contribute to who Russians are in terms of fears in terms of you know believing in fate and also feeling that guilt for everything that happens around you especially bad things yeah on that fun note be safe out there Knock three times on wood. And spit three times over your shoulder. In case if someone gives you a compliment. Don't sit in corners if you're single. <laughs> Until next time. I'm Abraham. I'm Ryan. And I'm Lisan. Thank you for joining. <laughs>